Welcome to Let's Swipe Online Dating Stories. Hey everybody, welcome back to Let's Swipe Online Dating Stories, where Erica and I talk about our adventures in COVID dating. I'm Amanda, as always, and joined with me is Erica. Hey guys. Um, How's it going, Erica? It is going. So I was thinking about our last podcast, and especially the body image thing. Um, And so it was interesting. I was texting T and he was telling me about his day at work or mid shift, midday shift or whatever at work. He was just like, Oh, like it was not as hot as it usually is. So I didn't sweat my, my butt off. And I'm like, I thought it would be like an air, very climate controlled environment. He's like, Oh no, it's like, it's sometimes it's hotter than outside. He's like, and that's why I stay so skinny. And I, and I'm like, <laughs> oh my. I'm like, so, he's like, what he said? He said, you met me with my winter weight on. And I'm like, oh wow. Oh, I already feel chubby. And I said it. I like said I already feel chubby around you now as it is. You know, like crap. Um, and so he said. Don't worry about what's on the outside. I'm not. Aww. <laughs> We're going to be like community. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> what a cutie. So, but anyway, and for our fair listeners, uh, we have just exchanged pictures of T and Mr. Bond, which sounds like yeah. an 80s show. So... I wish that I had waited to look at the picture until, like, we were on the podcast to get, like, my initial true reaction, but he's, like, T is super cute, super good looking, and he is skinny. I can't imagine him being thinner than that, so, like, for him to say this is his winter weight, but he looks, you know, like, trim and, like, muscular trim. Yeah, he looks like a, like, I was telling Erica he looks like a an adult. Uh, he's got to be. He's in his forties. I know okay. that. Because I find like a lot of a lot of guys. I don't know. Just like don't look as distinguished. T is very distinguished looking. He's 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 good looking. Yeah. Yeah. And I am. I did peek at uh, Bonds before this started yeah. too, but I'm actually looking at him. He is he is really cute. And he's got the nicest darn eyes. And yeah, he does. And a very cute smile. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like somebody that you can be like, hey, I'm coming home tonight. Like, what do you want for dinner? You know, somebody you can like talk to about stuff, you know, and it's not, you know, but also like, but not like, a oh, like my nesting tendencies are kicking in. Like he's a genuinely cute guy that you're like, I want to know more about this dude. So yeah. You girl. Yeah. So, all right, well, we're doing good. Yeah, we're doing all right. All I right. mean, Skype high five. Skype five. Is that oh, Skype five? Is that how it would be? Okay. We'll figure that out. That. Skype five. I like that. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, so if we're just going on superficial stuff, but it sounds like both of them have a lot of good stuff also on the inside, as as T says. Yes. So, yeah, so that's awesome. 
So you sent me an article to read. Should we talk about that? Yes, please. Okay, so Erica sent me this article. Let me let me get the name of it so I quote it correctly. Mm-mm-mm. It was from the thecut.com. It is. I just okay. saw it now. It was like one of those um, articles you made like thing on my uh, oh sure on my okay. phone. Um, called Sleeping Around in a Pandemic by Carly Lewis. So yeah, so I mean this this article. You know, I mean, Erica, tell me if you kind of got the same thing, but it was basically about like people who want to, you know, like have sex during our COVID pandemic and like how they should go about doing that. Or like if people are following the social distancing or if they're just like, no, I need physical intimacy and then some things that different people did. Um, Yeah. So it depends. Like, uh, you know, it interviews like several different people who did things different way. Like one person decided to, um, once she moved back to the, um, I'd say North America, cause she's uh, there in Canada. I think like, she, even though somebody she really just met, like she decided to go ahead and like move in with him. Um, you know, there's people who, like this girl who known this guy for a really long time. And like, she tried to hold out as long as she could, which was a couple of weeks. There's one person who's just like, I'm going to, bang whoever I can bang like not just willy-nilly but I mean like they'd seen several people so it's just but I guess the takeaway from you know is just like the different levels of people who are like I know I have to social distance but it's I'm like I'm lonely I need a touch you know um one of the ones that really struck me was the girl who was talking about like how she uh um went to a convenience store and like accidentally touched the hand of like the clerk and she's yeah. just like, oh, my God, I forgot, like, how much we need human touch, you know? Um, yeah. And so, yeah, that's one of the things that, like, just really got to me is, I mean, like, yeah, hugging and, you know, everything, like, with random people or, or stuff like that and the handshakes and all that stuff, that's that's totally okay. But it's just, like, it's, a, like, I think we all have our, our breaking point because we are tactile you know and mm-hmm. physical we need you know um so in the towards the end they were like obviously they're like we'll try to distance yourself as much as you can but i mean ultimately it's like at what point you know like only you know we can try as best as we can and like that's say we can't there's going to be a lot of people who are able to maintain it but there's a lot of people that are like i just can't do it anymore like that's not how we're built you know <laughs> And, but I kind yeah. of thought the idea of the COVID buddy and, um, and I think I, I know I've talked about this before, but it just kind of like, just struck me in, you know, just the people who are like, like, I really want to, but I mean, just, just one person, like the idea of pods that people are talking about now, I know people are talking about bubbles and people are talking about pods. And I guess pods would be, in this case, would be, I, in this instance, would be obviously way more like physically intimate, but you know, but it's just, I think we're getting to that point, and because a lot of states, including ours, are loosening up, you know, and we want to try to get some normalcy, you know, and so I just, I, I feel, I feel for the people who are like, just, just let me have this one person. You know, let me have this 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 one thing, you know, because I could take this. If you said six weeks, 
I can do six weeks. You said six months. It's awful, but I can do six months. But it was just like this whole we don't know. We don't know when there's going to be a yeah. vaccine. We don't know when it's going to be safe. Like people, like they, for the most part, they just can't. They can't handle it. They're like, no, I, I'm going to take my chances because I can't indefinitely live like this. So yeah, that was one of the things that struck me. Somebody in the article basically said that sentiment, where it's like, you know, yeah, I can, I can do a month, and you know, maybe I can do six months, but. The idea of, like, you don't know when. And so then people do. They reach a breaking point, and they're like, well, I, this isn't attainable. I can't – I cannot go without human touch indefinitely, so why not just break it now? And so I think that's happening a lot. So that was one thing that struck me. And I do think, too, like, if you can be partnered up with someone – and you're like, okay, we're going to be honest about who we're seeing and we're only seeing each other or, you know, whatever. Because somebody else talked about how they might, that they were kind of throwing caution to the wind, but they said, you know, if, if they lived in the same town as their grandmother, they wouldn't be risking it. And so it seemed a little bit like this article mostly interviewed 20 something single people who, probably all are kind of in similar demographics. It didn't seem super diverse. So, cause like everybody is basically, even though they had different ways of arriving at their decision, almost everybody in the article was kind of like breaking, breaking the rules. And they did say the one thing that struck me, it's nuanced, but I mean, I, I, I understand the logic and kind of agree with it, but they said, they said, I don't really see sex as the taboo. Um, and this is a person named Rich, who is 29 years old from Washington, D.C. He says, um, I don't really see sex, sex as a taboo. I think hanging out with people outside of your housemates is a taboo. If I found out that people were just going around to be at people's houses and playing board games or having a few beers, I probably think the same as if someone was going over to someone's house to have sex. And I mean, I kind of agree with that. Yes, your chances of getting COVID are higher you know, from having sex with somebody who has COVID than from playing a board game with them. But, you know, I mean, I look around and I'll go on walks in my neighborhood and there are people having, you know, they're, they're outside, but they're definitely not following social distancing. You know, I mean, I think it probably is better to partner up with one person and be like, okay, I know who your circle of people are that you're seeing, that that is probably less risky than going to parties with even nine or fewer people, you know what I mean? Especially when you're like we are, we're trying to find potential mates. And it's like, well, I mean, I'm not going to go, I mean, I'm not going to go six months just talking and social distancing with Bond, you know, like that's, that's too long. <laughs> like, you know, either something's going to have to happen or, or not by then. And so, I mean, I think that a lot of that's natural and people just need to maybe minimize their risk as much as possible I do think you have to be with somebody that you trust, that you know, like, what they're doing. Yeah, I do. Because it's all going to fall apart in a hard way. You know, if they're like, oh, no, I'm totally not, you know. Well, yeah, it's not even, like, 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 seeing somebody else. It's just, like, hanging out with 12 of my buddies, like, having beers. It's, like, it's right. just about, like, exactly. saying, you know, you might as well be banging somebody else, dude. Like, come on. Yeah. You know, that's ex so. that's exactly my point. Yeah. And then um, and then there was the one case in there where it was like the I think it may was it the woman who decided to move in with that guy. 
but oh, somebody she, developed COVID like yeah, two days yeah, after she came back. Her. Yeah. And she, and like, and like just for our listeners, like she traveled back from Bali. And so, um, I think I'm saying that right. Um, so she went through probably a, a few airports. So she thinks that she actually got it from traveling back, you know, from overseas. Um, her partner that she came back or she decided to move in with, like he was, uh, he posited, he tested negative. She did too originally, but we know, especially early on, these tests were not always, you know, not not reading properly. But she definitely, from the way it sounds like, she definitely had it. To it was to the point where this this guy was like texting like her family, being like, "Here's the latest," because she's so sick, she can't really talk to anybody, you know. And so yeah. that's nice, you know. And I mean, but, luckily he didn't become systematic, but like, that's a writ, like they probably were like, oh yeah, this will be fine. Like, but she had it and he just as easily could have been, you know, it's like, yeah. so there definitely is, you're taking a risk. And I mean, I think as long as people are okay with it. And I think that the the whole idea of only staying with people within your household is not really feasible for people who live alone because it's just not. I mean, I, I live alone. You live alone. Even though I don't, I'm not seeing bond. The reason I'm not seeing bond is because I, after four weeks of being in my house by myself and being like, okay, I haven't gone anywhere and I'm still asymptomatic and my parents and, and brother haven't gone anywhere and they're still asymptomatic, we decided to, like, be a household, even though we don't actually live together. Because it's not feasible or healthy for a person to be completely alone. And, yeah, you can, you know, pets can help and different things like that can help, but, I mean, that's still not the same as, like, human connection. I think that people need to kind of give single people a little bit of slack but i think that single people also need to be as smart about it as they can yes i agree let's say things develop between you and bond and you're pretty sure like i mean you feel comfortable with him telling you the truth about like his circle and like i mean i mean super early to tell but i mean would you want to pursue anything further like yeah, I mean, I think that's where it's going. I mean, I, ideally, that's where it's going. Yeah. I feel like I'm not really ready to... And and I, I think a big part of it is, be, you know, even if I was like, okay, I'm not going to see my parents because I'm going to start seeing Bond while I'm doing childcare for one of my siblings yeah. and my parents are also doing childcare for my <laughs> siblings. And so... <laughs> We're connected. And so, I mean, I do have to think about all of that, which is unfortunate. So it's like, I kind of feel like, yeah, I mean, my guess would be I'd have another social distance date with him and, and then kind of assess from there. I don't know. I kind of feel like if I'm not feeling it at that point, I'm ready to, to be less than six feet from him, then I might just sort of I don't know. I mean, I don't want to be like, can we pick this up when the co- when COVID's over? But I don't know. I don't know. I mean, hopefully we'll just see. It's like I'm COVID really has me freaked out, like in a way that most things don't freak me out. 
And I, I've seen more testing for like antibody tests and things. Like I drove past uh, urgent care and mm-hmm. they have that. So I'm like, well, maybe I could go get tested for the antibodies because of my, before I started working from home, I was exposed to a lot of people in an area in our region that did have a lot of cases. So I'm like, well, maybe, maybe I'm one of the lucky ones who had it and didn't have symptoms and didn't give it to any, any family members. Because it's like a normal circumstance is like, yeah, I, I would just be I would just be dating like in person <laughs> in a very normal way. I would be dating Bond. You know what I mean? So all of my reser- my reservations aren't really about him at all. My reservations are about COVID. If that makes sense. It does. Absolutely. I'd like to kind of know how he's feeling about it, too. And. You know, I've had, I have other ideas for, so I, I, I set up a projector, like we kind of talked about in one of the podcasts on my garage and that worked pretty well. I actually had um, a different friend of ours came over to watch a movie and I had like duct tape on the driveway, like where our chairs needed to be, like I measured, I'm like, this is six feet. And, and we used different entrances into my house and he used the basement bathroom I mean, even with that, it's like there were times, you know, we were fiddling with the projector and like we would both and then we're like, oh, we're both we shouldn't both be fiddling with the projector. We're not six (laughs) feet apart. So it's like you just naturally don't stay six feet apart from each other. And I know that he is. I mean, this is my old roommate is who is who came over. And I mean, I'm fairly certain he hasn't seen anyone except for his parents and then his roommate and his roommate has gone into work a little bit and, you know, seen his parents, but he, for the most part, hasn't done anything either. So, I mean, I feel pretty confident. I'm not that really that worried. But it was like, oh, like, back up. Wait, like, we can't be doing this. And it's just, that's just sort of the thing. It's like everyone does that. So even everybody who's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm staying totally social distance from everybody. <laughs> you know, like, you're not. Like, people just aren't. And, I mean, I know the risk is slim, um, if you're if you're following all that protocol as best as you can, but I, I would really like there to be more antibody testing and more testing in general and all that good stuff, and then I think I'll feel better. But I also might just get impatient, and that might end up outweighing the fact that I'm freaked out about COVID because it's like if things are going to continue going well with Bond the way they are, I don't want to miss an opportunity as something that like could be great. You know, they say timing is everything. And it's like, I would not have met Bond had it not been for COVID. So I don't want COVID to like screw that up. Right. You felt pretty confident, you know, about like, you know, where he's been and everything like that. And you felt like the opportunity arose to be inside of the six foot like radius. Do you think that he would be on the, I mean, obviously he wouldn't do anything without getting consent i mean but i mean right. like do you think he'd be on board or you think because of the button upness he might be like oh, i'm not ready yet or like i mean and, and this is a lot of like pre- presuming like that's not the word i want but it's close enough so yeah i mean i think <laughs> um that's allergies not covid <laughs> no um, i know <laughs> How much it sucks to have like a cough that is triggered by like I have a chronic allergy cough 
Yeah. And to have that during COVID, like how many times I'm like, oh my God, what if I do have COVID? I mean, it's awful. And and to be clear, I'm not really worried about me getting COVID. I'm worried about me giving COVID to somebody. Like that's my main concern. Well, but, I mean, um, if you feel that way, why, why don't you stop by one of those urgent care clinics? I mean, I personally would use that if somebody got a little too close to me at the store. I'd be like, <laughs> and they're like, oh, peace, you know, and you're like, that's yeah. right. You better back <laughs> off. Yeah, I, I need to look into it. Honestly, I didn't know that the antibody testing was like so easily available in our region. So I've got to like read the fine print on the sign and yeah. and everything. I know that tests and Everybody in our region, everybody in our state can now get a test for if they have it. But it's like I could not have it today and I'd have it in a week, you know. But back to your question about if you think that he would be on board if I was, I kind of get the sense that he that he also is following all of the protocols and not seeing people like he's he's not, you know, even getting six within six feet of his mom. He's he's done like a porch thing with her and so I mean I know that he's pretty strict on all of this but I do kind of well I don't know I mean I my inclination is that is that he would probably go with whatever I wanted Uh that's that's the sense so like I think he's that I'm he's following my lead I could be wrong but Maybe because he's a gentleman, you know, it may not be because yeah. you know about your fear about like being the one like I'm the, I mean, like, so I totally give him props for the whole like kayak thing, you know? Yeah. Um, and so maybe he's just like, well, you know, and not in, in just in the spirit of like true chivalry, not like the, oh, you're, yeah, not the you're and, you know, like, yeah. but just being like a decent human being, like being like what, when she's ready. No, yeah, I mean, I think I think he's on the same page, but he's, you know, when we were texting, he was like, "What do we do next? Like, how do we do this?" I think he kind of didn't doesn't know, and I think he's he's been sort of following my lead, and I've been more vocal, even though he's been vocal about being strict about following the protocols. I've been more vocal about being worried, and so that's why I kind of uh. get the sense that you know, if I said, "Hey," Are you ready to, I mean, he might say like, no, I'm not ready for us to be within six feet of each other. And, and, and I wouldn't take that as a, he's not interested in me because he's done so many other things that have shown he's interested. Yeah. So, I mean, I I don't know. What else did we Uh, talk about tonight? That is, okay. Like I was going to be like, that's three out of the four things that were done my happy little uh, letter thing here. Uh, Cause it's the first thing I could find. Um, it, we broached this um, on the last podcast. I'm sure we probably broached this before, but like the now that I'm talking to T on a and seeing him in real life on the semi regular, it's kind of put a damper on like my talking to people on the platforms. Yeah. And some of it is just like people like I'm like. Eh, okay they're cool I guess you know so I mean there's nobody I'm just like oh this is the one you know but I I have like and I think you may be in the same boat where you find yourself like not maybe as pursuing right you know, 
potential leads, I guess, you know, like as just because it's just, it's not like, oh, I'm shutting this whole thing down just because I found this person. It's not, it's just like, like, even when I talk to people, I'm like, uh, I don't feel like, especially if they give you the lukewarm responses or like, you know, you have to like continue the conversation because they're like, oh yeah, here's my reply, but no follow up. I'm just like, you know what? I'm just, I don't feel like following, like making you do a, not making you do, but asking you another question so you can answer that question, but then not ask another question on your own. I'm just like, I don't freaking care. Like, and part of me, and like, again, like, this is why I love the podcast, um, honestly, is because I need to go out there and push my boundaries and talk to people, you know, but part of me is just like, and I, I know 100% that if we did not have this podcast, like, I'd just be, I I would just go dormant, like, as far as talking to other people. Absolutely, 100%. Like, until this did or did not pan out, in which case I would just come crawling back <laughs> to to the websites and see, like, what poor, poor sap, you know, I talked to next. So... 100% I am in agreement. I have hardly been on the dating sites, but I did play around with Tinder, but I mean, I, that's just like swiping. You don't have to do anything. And you know, <laughs> uh, I know, right. You're yeah. Like, like, okay. Yeah. Swipe, swipe, swipe. This is, this is fun. <laughs> like, when do I get, you know, my level up? But, uh, <laughs> I, and I haven't been on OkCupid and I feel like I feel like if you're not on and you're not seen as being online, um, I think you, you don't really get, like, I haven't gotten any messages in, like, a couple weeks. Because, I mean, I went, I was, like, not on for at least two weeks. And then I would just pop on, like, real quick to, like, look at something. And, I mean, I haven't been, I haven't been liking anybody. I haven't been online where I'm getting seen. And so... Uh, yeah, and I keep saying, like, oh, yeah, I need to, like, get, get on. And, and, and it's just like, oh, my God, like, why am I going to spend time going through all of those horrible encounters and stupid messages when I could just be texting the person that I'm enjoying talking to now? Yes. Um. But I did remember how you you paid for Hinge and OkCupid, and I I decided to pay for one month of OkCupid, and guess who uh, has two thumbs and forgot to cancel that? <laughs> That's all right. That's your girl. <laughs> That's my girl. So when that like popped through on my, um, you know, I got the notification of that. I was like, okay, well, I guess I probably should get back on OkCupid. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So I, I don't know, but it's hard. And then, like I said, it's also kind of awkward because it's like, I don't know. I mean, I, it shouldn't be, but I, it's, it's funny. I don't, I, I feel like because, because Bond and I have been talking for a month you know, and so, and so much, it does seem weird. Like, I don't think I would want necessarily to see that he was online on OkCupid. I feel like I would be like, oh, he must not have had fun. I would do all of those internal mind games, but he hasn't been on. So I guess I should just be on and play a 
play players have to play. <laughs> that was like the, the most it's the game. It's the game, boy. Do I hate to play them? So are you going to recommit? Like, maybe we need to challenge ourselves to do Ooh, something. I'd like where you're going with this. What what should we challenge ourselves to do between now and um, next week's podcast? I know, I, I, I mentioned earlier that I'm, I'm a big weenie, and I will like guys, but not actually say anything to them. And, like, I know some, like, a lot of people are like, I can't see likes, so send me a message. Er, and I'm like, perfect, I can like you. And it, it's a, a 100% a shallow thing because there's so many people I'm like, nope, 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 nope. He's kind of cute, I guess, but I'm not going to actually say anything to him. So now I'm going to go back through those that I liked because I'm like, he's kind of cute or he's funny or I like that photo and be like, actually say something to them. Like, that's, like, my put on the big girl panties and, like, okay. you know, doing that. So, I guess maybe, I mean, should we quantify it with, like, five guys? Like, say something to five guys? Or? I think we need to quantify it. Yeah. Okay. I think we do. That's Otherwise, fair. That's fair. Yeah. So, five guys, and then we'll report back whatever. Yes. Yeah, because we need to, we're not in exclusive relationships. We're not. And so we, we need to remember to that because yeah. we're already picking up those patterns. It's like, well, he's pretty nice and we get along, so we don't have to deal with any of this other nonsense. And yeah. for me, like, I'm not going to like possible rejection. Like, I'd be like, hey, dude, what's up? And you'd be like, Psh. and I'd be like, well, I think I'm all into a hole now. Thanks. Bye. Like on Twitter or not Twitter on Tinder. I can talk on Tinder. I mean, I think I'm definitely just like, I mean, guys that I normally would probably have that inner monologue, like, Oh, they're not going to be attracted to me, which is like, again, pointless to like swipe left on somebody because you think that they're going to swipe left on you. And so on Tinder, I'm just like, yep. He's, I mean, because there's really nothing to go on except for looks. On so I'm like, uh, yes, please. And like, swipe right. And I mean, if they never swipe right on me, fine. Like, who cares? Yeah, but that's true. That's true. And I, I like that attitude because I have done that on all the sites. I'm like, ooh, that guy looks like he makes money and he's cute. So I'm just going to go ahead and pre select for him. I'm not even going to bother this dude with my broke. Yeah. We're really selling ourselves short and we're selling that guy short when we do that. So we need to not, because I mean, like who cares? And I mean, honestly, even if you send a message, like who cares if they don't respond? Well, right. There's no, there's no input. Or no, no, that's not the word. There's no like, um, investment. There's no no investment. It's not like you go up to a bar and you're like, Hey dude, let me buy you a drink. He's like, and you're like, oh, snap. Like, right. you know, it's just like some digital, like, person. And you're like, okay, well, cool. But I will have to admit, like, T, I almost did not message him. Because I'm like, he's actually kind of good looking. Like, so I should probably just keep going. And I'm like, eh, it's for the podcast. Honestly, like, it's 100% for the podcast. And I'm like, eh, he says no, whatever. There's, like, a bunch of dudes, like, right behind him. So, and that's, so we, that's it. Like, I almost did not 
do it because I saw a couple pictures of him. I'm like, damn, this guy's actually kind of like good looking. So I should probably keep it moving, you know? So remind me, so you messaged him first? Um, I know at least it was hinge. Um, oh, so, so you just like did the little, Oh, I like your yeah, picture. Oh, yeah, I like your picture. LOL. Yeah. And I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. I didn't ask that question because I, I, I message guys first all of the time, but um, I thought you had said that you didn't usually. Do I don't, that. I don't. And I was just like, eh, you know, it was just, I don't know. It was like, a, it was a, a rare moment of bravado on my, on my part. But like, I was just like, this, this isn't going anywhere. That guy's really good. I mean, he's not like, Oh my God, model. Like, but I mean, my, my hang-ups about my body type and everything else, I'm just like, he's not going to say anything, but I need I need material for the podcast, so just do it. Yeah, I mean, even if it goes badly. Right, I'd be like, it's a hell of a story, so. And, and in this case, it went well, although it's funny because you did kind of have a bad story. Your, your, first, your first online date didn't go well, but then... Then you were like, oh, well, let's skip the virtual. And it got a lot better. <laughs> but, yeah, but just because he caught back in context, I was just like, oh, I just got ditched for a beer run. Okay. <laughs> I, I, li- I like this guy's style. Like, I should remember <laughs> it be like, oh, my God, I have to go get beer. Bye. <laughs> so. Yeah. All right. So we are going to. Not just like, but actually reach out to five <sighs> gentlemen. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so I think that that is a really good goal. Okay, deal. Okay. All right, well, I think that probably does it then, unless you have anything else. Mm, yeah, that's pretty much it. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Hope you are enjoying our <laughs> our our dating uh woes and and also happy things and hopefully you're not just listening being like oh my god what is wrong with these women maybe you're like oh i've had these same exact thoughts so hopefully hopefully, hopefully. I mean, you know <laughs> but i mean even if you're like what's wrong with these people but you're still listening thank you yeah, that's fine, too. I mean, we don't take ourselves too seriously, so we don't expect anybody else to either. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see you guys next time. Right. Bye, guys. Hey, everybody. Thanks again for listening to another episode of Let's Swipe. We'd love to hear from you, so email us at letsswipepod at gmail.com. That's let's swipe without the apostrophe at pod at gmail.com.